Welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Brittany Broderick finds time in her busy schedule to share her love of running, her many interests surrounding the world of running, and motivational techniques that have allowed her to run for more than 1,066 days straight. She also keeps her cool and demonstrates extreme understanding by not throttling me when I reveal to her that I lost the first 30 minutes of our conversation. Meow, that's the type of Buddhist-level forgiveness that I hope we can all achieve through running. Meow, let's get into the trails, training, foods, friends, and yes, even feelings of Rochester, New York runners. Did it die? Yeah. <gasps> oh no! Uh, I told you I was going to be watching this like a freak. That's the first time that's ever happened, right? <laughs> uh, so now we decide what we want to do. <laughs> we can recreate the joy of this conversation. We can go back to the start. I'm not exactly sure where. Oh, it just died. didn't record anything. It at some point stopped recording. Oh, okay. And I don't know why. It's never happened before. That's okay. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do over. Take two. Uh, take two with uh, Brittany Broderick. Here we go. Um, <laughs> you know, that's frustrating. I told you it's amateur hour and I went and proved it. <laughs> so, okay. So, hey, um, where do we start here? So, you're a runner. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will organically recreate this All whole right. thing. Um, so you run um, feverishly, mm -hmm. you coach, you are a personal trainer, you um, have uh, this uh, passion for dogs, animals, <laughs> uh, raising money for charities. Yeah. You do all of those things and then you find time to actually qualify for races like the Boston Marathon. Yeah. And there's Somehow. teaching too. Teaching. Yep. <laughs> I, you've got like the time turner or something because I was just complaining to somebody that I didn't have time to get my car washed. <laughs> like so, um, so where did that all start? Like, um, well, I think honestly, um, I'm probably too busy. Really, like mm -hmm. I'm always running around and it's always pretty crazy. But I love to do it, so it makes it okay, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. But when I get a free weekend like this weekend, I don't have much to do and I cannot wait to just. Right. Sit for you a just few have minutes. running. Do you have like Christmas decorations or anything? Oh my gosh, it's so sad. I don't even put up anything really. Wow. A couple yeah. things. It's so sad. Hang some dog treats. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're so lame. We don't even. Put, we didn't even put a tree up last year. Yeah, last this year our kids asked us, "How come our house never has Christmas decorations?" Uh, and we're like, "This year, guys. Don't yeah. worry. We're never home for it. So right, it's like we are neither. This year we will be. Maybe when we have kids, eventually we'll decorate. Mm. It's so sad. I decorated more when I didn't have kids. Really? Yeah. Because I had time. Yeah. Right? So, but <laughs> but now they're five, and now they're starting to now they're starting to question. You know. So we'll do you do have that. Elf on the Shelf? We didn't last year. We were cursed. I mean, blessed with the Elf on the Shelf <laughs> from my brother-in-law. Their uncle Alex gave us an Elf on the Shelf, and we did it last year. And mm -hmm. there'd be times when we'd wake up in the morning and we'd be like, "Oh, we got to move the Elf." Yeah. You know, he's yep. under this bo glass bowl. Now he's in this coffee cup. Yep. You know, <laughs> like. That was, 
We tried. So I don't think we're doing it yeah. this year. I heard a new thing now. It's like a troll and a oh. dwarf in a sh- in a drawer. Oh. Something like that where you just read a book and you throw the dwarf in the drawer and you nice. just leave him there. Nice. Seems more a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. But so I was thinking that um I would decorate. I'm going to be home from work on Friday and mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe I'll throw some lights up and yeah. uh, make it look thing. It's supposed and to be nice Friday. So I went down to the box, the basement, got the boxes out, and I'm like, blowing <laughs> off the dust, <laughs> off the lights. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, um, you know, I think when we technology has evolved since we last bought these yeah, lights. So yeah. I, and now I'm seeing with people they got like these LED laser things. Yeah, what is house. that? That's uh, weird. It seems like a simple solution to yeah. a hard problem. Like yeah. I don't want to hang lights, so I'll no. make my house look like a present. I don't know. <laughs> So I might try one of those and be like every other house in Chai Yeah, Lai. nice. Oh. And the kids will be like, we got the lasers. <laughs> so I'll be excited. Those are really cool. They they are. Until, I think until like next year when everybody has them. And then you're yeah. like, then you go back to like just hanging icicle yeah. lights. <laughs> I like the classic icicle lights myself. Yeah. But, no. So um, you won't be hanging Christmas presents. Probably not. You'll be running at least two miles, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Yeah. But other than that, um, so you got the running thing. Let's start there. Let's start with um, why you run so much and maybe maybe what you get from that running so much. And then we'll we'll see where we go from there. Okay. I guess the, why I run so much, I guess the streak right now is determining, and my 2015 and 2015 is really determining the, my mileage right now, right. right? So my streak started in um, January 1st, 2013. Um, yeah, I was there. So today is day 1066, and yeah. so that's been keeping me going, just trying to do, no matter what I'm training for, on a day off, you just do a mile, or mile mm. minimum, you can do two. Some people do too, but I have no problem doing one mile on my day off. That's fine. Um, And then this year I'm doing the 2015 and 2015. So I've trained for two marathons, which has really given me a leg up on getting those miles in. And now I'm in this last month and I have like just under 140 left to do. So I'm really like focusing on getting those miles in. So So 140 mile month, you're going to be doing a little bit more than two miles on these days off than I would imagine. Yeah. Well, another thing, you know, I have some longer ones, so I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know, probably 10 on Saturday. So Mm -hmm. that cuts into it. Those help a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) our like, um, you know, 35, 35 mile weeks, you know, which is, which is no, no problem for you. It's doable. Yeah. Yeah. I took a few weeks of like next to nothing after, wine glass and after Mm -hmm. Boston so now I have to make up for it yeah and so how does the um we Matt was on the podcast and he talked about his streaking and how he kind of did that and um how did how does the running streak running every day play into you being a coach and a personal trainer and knowing about recovery days and how important recovery days are and how do you sort of manage that kind of stuff Um, I really take the off days as off days. So one mile easy is really just a warm up and then stretching. You know, I'm not going out there and pushing my pace or anything like that. Um, I really encourage my runners to take their rest time seriously. And even if they're doing a streak, that's fine. You do one mile, take it easy. It's not going to hurt you to do one nice and easy and slow and stretch after. You know, mm-hmm. actually, will just warm me up so you can get right. a better stretch. So it's say, fine. Might help the stretching. Yeah. yeah. And right now we're actually doing, um, you know, they do holiday streaks all the time. So mm-hmm. I started one through my 
my Facebook group. Um, I have one called Run With Your Heart, and there's just a bunch of people that I coach or, like, even some people I don't coach but just like to share about what they're doing. Um, we're doing a running streak from Thanksgiving to New Year's. So some of them are training for something and then just decided to add those miles into their days off. And, mm-hmm. they're you know, we keep each other encouraged and accountable. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it's a good time to, like, not – not hibernate and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So have you run through, have you, you've been 1,066 days. Um, have you been hurt during that time at all? I have. Knock on wood. I need to find wood. I have not been hurt lately at all. I've been so fortunate. I haven't had any issues. Yeah. Last year, no, two years ago, I had wicked IT band issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't know what it was because it was a little lower than normal. Mm-hmm. And my knee was kind of like into my shin a little bit, and they couldn't figure it out. And finally, we figured out what it was. Um, I went to like three different doctors. But I kept running through it, which made it harder to get rid of. Yeah. Um, I just ran less. You know, I ran a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kept it going for as long as I could. But other than that, I haven't had any big injury issues I mean occasionally a little knee anger but not in a long time well I mean and and you'll get that and it's that it's that learning and knowing the signals right yes so so what's your trick for what's your trick for eliminating I lower IT band oh my god so I had to just really concentrate on stretching my IT band I was Mm -hmm. very bad at that I still now I am I gotta I'm now I'm gonna be paranoid I had to go back and do it I have not (laughs) been good to my IT bands that and a lot of hip and butt exercises. Yep, the piriformis, right? Yes. It's all about the piriformis. Weak butts are bad. That's, that's my deal. <laughs> that's my deal. I did Bikram on Sunday, and my two hamstrings are so jacked right yeah. now. They are so jacked. It's my, it's, yeah, it's the part that I know is the weakest, and then Bikram went and just blasted uh, it. Like, too much. Yeah. But it's also, it's part of that, that's that weak chain going down, you know? Right. Yep. So, so you do these butt exercises. Yeah. Um, so is this part of your, you said, um, in our previous conversation that we <laughs> did not lose, um, you had mentioned that you do like boot camp style classes up at Cobbs Hill, yep. right? I do those only in the summer, okay. obviously because of the weather, um, like May till September typically. Right. And so we'll do everything from weights to just body weight exercises to, you know, Tabata, high intensity cardio workouts to mm-hmm. sometimes we go run. Mm-hmm. They love and hate those days. Right. Um, and then I've actually gotten a lot of my people to come join me in races and stuff. So we started out as just doing workouts together mm-hmm. and then, you know, something has grown and now we've done a couple years of races together. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. And so that's through, that's through your Facebook group. Yep. So I have a, well, that's through my Britney's Bootcamp Facebook. Um, okay. It's just a private group that we have that. For okay, that. <laughs> that's my that's my Facebook number one. Yeah, and, and, then. and then I have the the Run with Your Heart group is just for a, pl- a place for people to like write what they've done, ask questions if they need encouragement. You know, if they're feeling like a, a lot of times we'll get like oh my gosh, I'm just feeling so unmotivated. I don't know what to do. And then people just cheer you on and then, Mm -hmm. you know, it encourages people to go out. So, and you kind of keep that one separate from your coaching program one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, so where do people get inspired by your dog treat recipes? Uh, Oh, dog treats. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook. I love Facebook. Without that, I wouldn't have any of this. Seriously. Right. Um, the dogs, I just started doing that. I've made these dog treats for years and last year I started doing it as a charity rather than as gifts I used to give Mm -hmm. it to all my dog friends for Christmas Mm -hmm. Um, and now I raise money for local shelters with 
whatever I make from it. So. It seems like it absolutely exploded oh my God. this year. It exploded. I've made almost 2,000 cookies, <laughs> and I haven't even decorated them yet. So, yeah. I know. I got I to gotta cut you a check for those cookies. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll send you Facebook dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for buying them, by the oh, way. No, I'm very excited. They look they look delicious. I don't know if my dog is actually going to get them because they, <laughs> they the pictures from last year look awesome. So I'm like, Thanks. I'm like, I'm totally gonna dog those treats. I made them with one of my girlfriends once, and her daughter was helping us, and she ate a few of them. There's nothing. Mm. I mean, there, mm. there's no like salt or sugar in them, so yeah. they're pretty bland. They're mm-hmm. just peanut butter and flour essentially so I, the two of my, like them. those are two of my favorite things <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and flour wow so so if people haven't been able to keep up with us i mean we're we're now only 12 minutes into this new uh, this the first time we're chatting and uh, <laughs> um we've covered the fact that you um you run for a thousand days straight 1,066 days straight. We've covered the fact that you have now your own coaching business, your own, your personal trainer. You've been certified in those two things, right? Yep. And that's where um, I think we we hadn't talked about that. You had said that you went out to like Cape Cod and Mm -hmm. did like run coaching certification. Yep. So the um, Roadrunners Club of America. Okay. Roadrunners. Yep. I used them to get certified. They have them all over the U.S. And for a couple years I wanted to do it, but there wasn't anything close enough. So Mm -hmm. there was one out. um, Mm -hmm. No, where was it? I forget the name of it. Some weird Boston name Mm -hmm. Um, in the middle of nowhere um, up there. And so that's where I got certified. So, yeah. So, um, so then you got that, you got all these things. If somebody asks you, if somebody says, Hey, Brittany, what do you, what do you do? (laughs) What do you tell them? Um, actually what I do for like my real job is I'm a, I'm a certified mental health counselor. So I do alcohol and other drug Mm -hmm. counseling at Hobart and William Smith colleges now. So you had mentioned the addictive running personality. (laughs) So, so it's all, it's, I love when everything just sort of ties together. Yeah. And so you had mentioned that when, um, you started running um, about the time that you had quit smoking, mm-hmm. and that was sort of like a thing for you, and that you think you transferred that from one place to another. Definitely. Um, so tying that all together, and maybe this might not be an appropriate question, but maybe it is, um, is that something that you might use if you find, like, in your job that somebody could really benefit from running? Do you suggest that to them, um, or do you, are you more, like, in a different kind of space? Um, I have talked with with my students before about exercise in general being um, a great mm-hmm. way to boost feel-good neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling kind of junky with the f- winter coming and all that, that can really help. Mm-hmm. Not specifically in you know running because it's right. just kind of a different situation. What I do right now actually is pretty cool. I, um, I My job isn't to tell the students not to drink or mm-hmm. not to smoke or whatever. It's about educating them about the facts and mm-hmm. helping them make good choices. So mm-hmm. I get to have like really neat conversations with students about what they're doing mm-hmm. and how they could be a little better at being a little safer and all of that. So, right. um, you know, I'm not in like the AA model where I would have to right. say like replace this with this. Okay. So, and, and so if somebody said to you replace running with something, what would you do? <laughs> I tell them no way. I love this, running. I'll never know, give it is, up. This is where we ask hard-hitting <laughs> questions here. Okay. We oh ask, my god, we that ask, would be horrible. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes you know, um, people give you tough choices. Yeah. yeah. No, I would. I, I think about that, and I go, well, like, what you know, 
if you replace one bad habit with a good habit and then you got you the replacement of bad habits with good habits is a good thing mm-hmm. but we sometimes especially in like ultra runnings and stuff somebody gets injured right and they may have like all of a sudden i know once i ran twisted branch mm-hmm. i was like oh I, i'm gonna take like a couple of weeks off i didn't stop eating the way that i was eating when i was <laughs> running ultras and, um, yeah, so if somebody told me you have to stop running, I would say, okay, fine, I'll just take up a career eating pizzas, <laughs> right? Like, that's what I'll do. I'll just become yeah. a pizza eater. Yeah. If I didn't run, I would be like 300 pounds. I yeah. eat so much food. It's ridiculous. And, and maybe there'd be a lot happier dogs in the world, though. Yeah. You just make dog treats, <laughs> you know? I think that, run, you know, um, Legally Blonde? Yeah, yeah. And Al Wood says that. Mm-hmm. Happy people don't shoot their husbands. And those yeah. happy people are ones who exercise. That is yeah. me 100%. I think right. I'm a happy person anyway. Right. But if I didn't run, I would be probably a very scary person to be around. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All that energy would have to yeah. go somewhere, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to keep track of what we talked about and what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I'm so embarrassed. It's never don't be embarrassed. Yeah, well. <sighs> and we'll get it right someday. When next time you're on, you'll be like, he's totally got us together. <laughs> Look at him. Like he, in he his kno- studio. Yeah, he's in a studio. He's not in my classroom. He's, you know, <laughs> he's pushing the record button when he's supposed to. Um, yeah, so did we talk about, you, you started running in 2007, and um, you ran a half marathon. You didn't puke at the finish line of I your half marathon. No. You met your time goal. Mm-hmm. And you are instantly hooked. Instantly hooked. So, um, um, you know, I had like a background of running because of my, you know, I did cross country and things like that. So that helped a lot um, mm-hmm. just in knowing what to do and how to prepare. Oh, and yeah. We, and didn't, all of that. we didn't cover that, that you did cross country at your Catholic school yes. in Hornell. Yes. And your friend made you smoke cigarettes yes and he didn't make me he just said you're not cool unless you smoke and i said oh he said i'm totally not hanging out (laughs) with you Britt." and then that ruined your promising cross-country career because then you just smoked all throughout college yes and played rugby yes yeah remember we're recapping yeah this is like the this is like the cliff notes version (laughs) it's unfortunate because you told the story so much better than i did um, okay, and then you went through college. You had the typical lull that we all have. So let's mm-hmm. start there. Like, let's let's try to recreate that magic. Okay. Um, so I had no intentions of running in college. I really wanted to take a break from like organized sports. I guess immediately regretted that because I loved the camaraderie and all of that. So. Then luckily I found rugby eventually. Um, so that helped bring some of that back. Um, but really, I probably ran five times max in the whole four years I was here at Fisher. Um, I just, you know, gave it up. You know, there's other things that were taking priority. Um, and so then when I was in grad school, my mom and dad and I all decided to quit smoking together. We used Chantix. It's a miracle drug. Seriously, I loved smoking and I just like poofed it all away somehow I don't know how yeah and wow yeah (laughs) um and so then so I quit in April 2007 and ran my first half in September 2007 now that that's pretty big deal right you went from like smoking smoking hanging out yeah I'm gonna run were you just like sitting around that summer and just got frustrated or no I think my whole as soon as I quit I'm like 
I need to get back to running. I oh, loved this. Awesome. And I lost it for so long, so yep. let's get it back. That's cool. Yeah. And then so you ran the Rochester half, mm-hmm. and then you are instantly ready for the Rochester fall. Not ready, but <laughs> wanting to do it, yeah. And um, I kind of made my own plan. I, I looked up a lot of plans and, like, mishmash things together that kind of fit mm-hmm. me. Um, and that's how I ran my first first few marathons anyway. It was just I kind of made my own. Um, I think that's one of the things I like about coaching so much is that you can have personalized plans for people. All these generic ones that are out there, they can be great, but if they don't fit you, then right, exactly. you're just trying to squeeze into something that's not right for you. Yeah. Um, and you can't like, you can't adjust it based on like the first month of training. Right. It's not like if your first month goes good, do mm-hmm. this. If your first month goes bad, do that. Right. You know? And that's why I love doing what I'm doing now because it's, you know, people can reach out and say, oh, my God, I missed this run or I'm hurt or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not feeling up to doing this this week. What can I do? And we can help adjust. And that makes a mm-hmm. big difference. So yep. I started doing that on my own right from the beginning anyway. And then when, let's see, 2013, was it 13? No, 2012, I ended up hiring my own coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've worked with Coach Jack since then. He's wonderful. Um, and he really turned my running around. He upped my mileage and kicked me in the ass. And finally, I was able to qualify for Boston because of him. So Nice. Yeah. And you said you had, you had st- when did you start chasing Boston Qualifier? Well, my first marathon was super slow because it was mm-hmm. blisteringly hot out. So right, the, the Rochester drought year? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was like 90 degrees or something insane. Um, uh, and you said you had did five hours. 523. And I thought, I thought that they had taken people off the course. They did. And they stopped after a certain point. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to, thankfully. Got breezed in. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah. And actually, my mom and dad, they were waiting at the finish and they thought that I wasn't going to come because they thought they heard that, you know, the course, the course was closed. And so <laughs> luckily it wasn't me. So that one sucked. And yeah. I immediately wanted to redeem myself. Mm-hmm. And so then as soon as I did the next one, I ran, it was like 4.15 or something. So way more into the ballpark of getting to Boston. So um, at the time, it was only 3.40 that I had to do. Mm-hmm. So I could, I felt like I could do it, and then I immediately tried for that. So I had five missed attempts, and then on my sixth, I finally qualified. Now, each each one of those, has it been Rochester and Wine Glass? Has it always yeah, been Yeah, though I've only ever run Rochester Wine Glass. I kind of go back and forth to those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a creature of habit. I like mm-hmm. knowing where everything is, and my family can be there. It's wonderful. Yeah. And then, you know, this year I did Boston for the first time, so that was my third different course. Oh, and the other thing we um, we didn't talk about, because we're going to talk about now for the first time, <laughs> was um, you've only done one marathon per year, even with all this crazy love of running and this, yeah. this addiction for running, and you've only done one per year, and you've managed to not be like the marathon maniac who's doing a run every, and maybe that's why you don't get injured. Do you think? Probably. Um, mm. and this year will be the first year that I've done two though. And I have somehow thankfully been fortunate enough mm. not to have an injury. So but. one of the things that I, I found is I need to have a training plan mm-hmm. to keep going. Yeah. Um, 
because else I don't, I, I might just choose not to run that day. Right. And I feel like the running streak is the thing, right? Because yeah. you just got to get up and do it. Yep. There's no, there's, there's no excuse. You just do it every day. Right. And if you're already out for one mile, well, hell, you might as well do the other four, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Some days are like that. Some yeah. days I'm just happy to do my one and go <laughs> sit back down on the couch. That's fine. And so <laughs> when you, when you do a treadmill mile, do you like get all geared up in your running gear? Or are you doing like treadmill miles in your PJs and stuff? I have done both. <laughs> I, I, like I said, on my 31st birthday, when I was dying with the flu, yeah. I was not in my running gear. I threw on my sneakers and I was in just like, I don't even know what I was wearing. <laughs> the clothes I puked in all day just, you know, traipsed along on there. Just for, getting, it, getting yes. it done. So have there been, there been other days like that where you're just like, I'm not going to do this. And something in your head says, yeah, you're going to do it, silly. So you might as well just do it. I honestly... 100% honestly, I've never had a day where I was like, I'm going to give up or I'm not going to do this. It might have been harder to get in. Mm-hmm. So the weekend we went to the Adirondacks that I got sick, mm-hmm. um, you know, we climbed Mount Colden, which was like 13 miles round trip. Um, and we ran. So we ran the last mile of it. It was there you flat. Go. And we just do it. Like, so you had get it, it done. Yeah. Right. Um, I was in Philly this past or two weekends ago to watch one of the girls I coach run the Philly Marathon. And I was with my friend Aaron and we ran to dinner. In our like normal clothes, like yeah, we just had to done. get it in, and then we ran while Sarah was running the marathon. We got our miles in, so we just do it. I just uh-huh. make it happen somehow. Yeah. Um, what's really funny about it is, and Matt is the one who called me out on it. I had missed my one thousand day without knowing that I did it. I just <laughs> I celebrated day eight hundred, day nine hundred, missed one thousand. He. Like, called me out on day 1002. He's like, how's your streak going? 1002. I go, oh, my God. I didn't even, like, celebrate this huge <laughs> Oh, you passed moment. three days. It went yeah. by and you didn't even notice. That's all right. You get to celebrate Whoops. 1067 yes. tomorrow, right? <laughs> so It just becomes so natural that I haven't even, yeah. I don't, I, at first, I really kept, like, I have mm-hmm. a tracker on my phone. But at mm-hmm. first, I would know, oh, my God, day 10, mm-hmm. day 50. And now I'm yeah. just kind of doing it without mm-hmm. that, yeah. like, focus. Do you do you make sure that every day is like logged electronically so that you have it? I do. I have like I'm old school. I have my running journal. I like to write it in. Yeah. Um, I you know, I have my blog that I for the first two years of my streak, I actually did every almost every single Sunday I wrote a blog. I have a ton of them and I would write my mileage every week at the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. And this year, I get I don't know what happened this year. I just it's just become more of my daily habit to just do this yeah. and less of like. I have to put this out there. Right. So um, now I just write it in my journal. Right. Yeah. And I have them all lined up so I can look Very back cool. on them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's something to that. I mean, yeah, sure. We could go, we could go download an Excel spreadsheet. Um, I'm sure of, Matt has one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but there's something to like having the running journal. And I, I you know, I started one last year and mm-hmm. I got away from it for like a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those, like, I, I'm like, I totally want to do this. And then I do it and I do it and then one day I don't and then it's right. When did I stop doing that? Yeah. And so, you know, everybody's like, well, you're putting on a lot of podcasts. And I'm like, because yeah. uh, if, if I don't, you know, I'm like, right. I'll forget how to do it and then I won't do it anymore. Right. That's what kind of happened with my blog this year. I feel so bad. I wrote so many. I probably have like 500 entries and I love doing it. And this summer I just kind of like. I kind of a crappy summer. I just kind of like yeah. let it slide. And now I got to get back into it. I miss it. 
Right. Well, you started by resurrecting one of your old blog posts this week, right? Yeah, the, the orb. orb. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we sometimes talk about that book. Um, it's weird because we're, you know, we're on a 20-mile training run, and we're talking about a book for a guy that was his quest to run the fastest right, mile in the Right, right, yeah. That, the book, by the way, is um, Once a Runner. Mm-hmm. Right. Love that book. Yeah, it's a great book. The audio book is really great too. Yeah. like to listen through that. And um, the line that always sticks with me, it wasn't the orb that totally resonated with me. It was the um, where he's laying in bed and his heart shaking the bed, pounding at a steady 23 beats per minute. <laughs> and I'm like, 23 beats oh per minute? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like clinically dead at 23 <laughs> beats per minute. And that line just always like stuck, stuck with me. Yeah. Like, boy, to be that to be that fit where your heart's just right. beating every three seconds. Yeah. You know, oh my just gosh. dump. <laughs> oh, I wish. No. Dump. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was the, but there's so many, there's so many great parts of that book. It does a great job of like building up, building up, building up. Yeah. And there's so many like peaks to the book. So. Yeah. Did you well, read the next one? Uh, no, the one where he's uh, in Olympus in the Olympics. Yeah. No, he does I a have? marathon in that one again to Carthage. It's yeah. pretty good. One Not as good. But again to Carthage. That's what it's called. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, I haven't read that one yet. I should get that. I'm going to put it on my Christmas list. <laughs> um, when did you read that book? It was a couple of years ago. Maybe like, like three years ago. Yeah. Um, I was just, you know, I had the summers off, like I said. So um, that's usually when I get more of my reading done. So oh. I was reading that. Um, and I was actually like at this horrible lull in my running mojo levels. I just was kind of like, bleh. Mm. And I finished it right before a long run in the morning. I was like drinking my coffee before I was going out to the canal for 20. And I was like renewed, yeah. you know, and I used the orb and I like went all for it and it was great. And it really works. Yeah. I know people think I'm crazy with this no, orb thing, so, but it works. So again, the orb, uh, the idea there is some people say, you know, like let the idea go. Bad, bad thoughts come in, just let them go. Yeah. And I had once somebody say, well, that's what you're running away from. You're running away from all your bad thoughts, so yeah. leave them behind you. Yeah. The idea of the orb, if you could tell us about that, because it's your blog post that captured yeah. it so well. Um, basically, well, the way I put it was I ha- you have to design your own orb. Mm-hmm. Because if it's yours, it better look like you in some way. Right. right? So mine's tie-dye because I love tie-dye. Yeah. Um, and I always imagine it like above my right side, just hanging out. Um, and I put every pain, every negative thought, every like nagging issue mm-hmm. up to the orb. Mm-hmm. So I've literally run like I did wine glass two years ago. I had this crazy pain in the arch of my left foot. And I was like, to the orb. And I imagined, this is so crazy when I say it out loud, but I imagined it like the orb like sucking the pain out of my arch and like taking it away. And it works. I swear to God, it works. Power. (laughs) Oh, I mean, there's nothing crazy when you talk about running for 1,066 days. There's nothing (laughs) crazy. What's sad about that is there are people who have done it for like 45 years. Mm -hmm. So three years is nothing. Yeah, yep, I know, I know. And well, and when you talk about running for 18 hours, you know, it's the same idea. There's nothing crazy. Yeah. After you, after you've set that as your bar, there's nothing crazy. Right. You know, so <laughs> that's the way I always think about it. Once somebody goes, so what do you do? Um, you know, I run. Okay, well that's great. And yeah. Then, you know, if if they don't ask any other questions, they're safe. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> if they ask another question. It's watch out. Yeah, it's their fault. You know, <laughs> I'm telling them what I do then because that's what I do. And you asked. So you've run for 18 hours straight. Twisted Branch was I wouldn't say it was all running. 
<laughs> but you continued um, for that. Yep. Month. Twisted Branch was 17 hours and 43 minutes. Wow. Yep. That's and Matt's, Matt's was 17 hours and my time minus 15 seconds. Wow. Yep. So. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, well, and it's a thing. You know, we were only uh, six hours behind the winner of the race, <laughs> you know. It's incredible. But, but once, you, once you do that, once you tell somebody that, and if they can deal with that level, you go, well, right. how do you do it? Right. If you tell them about the orb and they go, oh, the orb, that's a crazy, dumb idea. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. Okay. Find find your own way to run a marathon in three hours and 35 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're free to find your own crazy pants way. Yeah. So um, Mike Weldon, one of the guys that was on the um, podcast, he talks about um, what he did during Can Lakes was imagine himself outside of himself Mm -hmm. looking down. And going, it doesn't look so bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because he's seen enough runners and enough messed up runners to where if he could picture himself from the outside, Mm -hmm. he looks fine. Mm -hmm. And so if he looks fine, he is fine. Like, just keep going. I've seen him run a few times and he is like the most, he looks so comfortable, like so laid back in this easy pace. He's like just flying by you. He looks so good. It's weird. (laughs) <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. I, I always feel like I'm half dying when I run with him, but I always feel better running with yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we all have our little techniques. So don't consider the orb crazy. I think the <laughs> orb is a, a good idea. So here's the thing. Do you put like, I need to fold the laundry when I get back? Does that go into the orb or does that go into the pocket or where does that go? It goes there if it's annoying me. If I'm like, I should be doing the laundry instead of running, then it goes away. Okay. It gets shunned. But if it's sometimes I seriously just think of like to do lists. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I ask. Stays present. Right. Because you're like, oh, I could do that thing when I get home. That's kind of neat. Right. Right. What if I started a. charity with my dog biscuits there you go (laughs) if that went into the orb then then the world would be out two thousand dog treats (laughs) yeah sometimes i think of um like to-do lists but also like what i'm gonna write about my blog or Mm. um what i want to eat when i get done Mm. you know those types of things can stay with me (laughs) they can can hover around yeah all right cool um and you're going to run boston marathon in 2016 yes okay now, I, I was saying how I can't run unless I'm on a training plan. And you were mm-hmm. saying sort of you're just going through your streak. When will you pick up your training for Boston? Um, I do all year long training with my coach. Okay. Um, but I de- Jeff, you know, definitely do like cycles of, um, you know, time off. So right mm-hmm. now I'm building back up. But probably all of uh, October, I'd say it was like off. You know, I mm-hmm. was just kind of I had a plan, but it was much, much mm-hmm. lower mileage than you know, what I would be doing if I was training. So um, next week, actually, we start with, you know, getting back up there. Okay. So and so you take the orb off the shelf. Yeah, and when, come when, back out. When the thoughts are like, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's six degrees out. Right? Yes. You, you should Ugh. be on your treadmill. And you're like, shut up, orb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you do do you run outside through the winter or are you an indoor runner? I much prefer outside. Yeah. Um, I recently, well, two years ago, moved to the middle of nowhere, and so I'm on country, hilly roads. It's just a little more dangerous to run in the winter out there, mm-hmm. like early morning, because the plows haven't come through yet right. and stuff. So, unfortunately, I've been stuck inside a lot more in the winter um, for, like, early morning stuff. Um, but when I was in the city, I mean, every day outside in the snow, I, lo- I mean, 
It's mm-hmm. way more fun than the treadmill. The treadmill mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Um, but I have, a, thankfully, a TV now that's hooked up to cable. For a year, I had a TV. I could only watch, like, old DVDs of every movie I've seen 50 times. It's terrible. <laughs> but now I got, like, normal normal land. We got internet up in the boonies, finally. Wow. Yeah. So, wait. So, <laughs> um, which, I guess... Um, which movie would be the movie that you would put on when uh, you're not feeling like running? Super Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. So great. Uh, You've seen Super Troopers, right? Yes, okay. Yes, I have. I could do, I could watch that every day. Yeah. So that works. Yeah. yeah I, I used to watch, uh, I, I liked uh, Back to the Future would be one that yeah. I would put on. Yeah. I recently watched that with the kids. I thought oh, that they would enjoy cute. it. I forgot how much like just passive swearing is oh, in it. Oh yeah, not yeah. like anything really hardcore, but there's a lot of like little passive. And I'm like, yeah. oh, they yeah. didn't hear that. Not oh, good they didn't hear me. that one. <laughs> yeah, and it, it would just be like you know Doc and Marty be talking and just say, you know, what? And I <laughs> would like, yeah, and I would start to I was starting to like time it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I used to watch that one on the treadmill. I watched Big Lebowski oh, on the elliptical movie. machine a lot. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So we covered treadmill movies. We covered running in there. What else you got? Anything good? Well, I'm really cool. I'm waiting to find out my patient partner for, um, my Boston marathon charity team. So, um, I'm running for miles for miracles, which supports the Boston children's hospital. And yeah, we get last year. I didn't know about it. So I didn't request Mm -hmm. one, but this year I found out that I could actually have like a patient partner. So I, I get to run for a little kid. I'm super excited for that. Yeah. That is very cool. Yeah. So, um, Meow, how did you get into that? <laughs> did you just meow? <laughs> you did not just meow. Oh, my God. That's I, the best I, thing ever. I, oh, my God. <sighs> I, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> meow. about. Meow. <laughs> so, how'd you get into that? It just made that? my night. <laughs> <laughs> so, how'd you get into that? The children's hospital? Yeah, like... Um, so, so, you know, like, I'm sure most people know that are listening if you can run Boston by qualifying or being mm-hmm. in part of a charity team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the charity teams are very limited, and you have to raise a lot of money mm-hmm. to be on those teams. So my coach is always... He's always qualified, but he has always run for Boston Children's Hospital. So when I finally qualified, he said, you should really do this. Um, it's an awesome charity. They are out in full force all over the course. Mm-hmm. They give you these really sweet blue and orange checkered um, singlets, mm-hmm. so you cannot be missed. And right. they wear the same thing, so you can't miss them. Right. Um, and the little kids are like out yelling for you. It's mm-hmm. so great. So I did that last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a wonderful experience. So I'm doing it again this so year. You, so you didn't actually sign up with the charity but you qualified for Boston and you said, hey, I don't need to use one yep. of your qualifying spots. I just want to run with your team. Yep. And so they accept qualified runners. So non-qualified runners have to raise have five to raise grand. The money. Yeah. And we have to raise 1500 Yep. So yeah. a much more manageable amount, but mm-hmm. you're still doing Well, and good. yeah, so I know, I mean, I ran with Action for Healthy Kids for New York City last year. Oh, great. And it, it's a really cool charity. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm doing some more stuff with them this summer. Last year, I didn't run New York City, but I did some sort of like behind the scenes stuff, helping them with their team and helping mm-hmm. the runners and everything. Um, and it was the same thing. Like we had to raise uh, $3,000. Okay. And But it was to get a spot into New York City right. as well. Right. Um, they didn't have a whole lot of people who were, because New York City, um, 
it's there's a very small like automatic qualifiers right. and then everybody else's lottery right and then charity is more than anything else in the whole run yeah. so um it's a little bit different mm-hmm. but i would imagine a charity would be really excited if you're already qualified and still want to run with them because yeah. you're not using up their qualify spots yeah yep there i don't think there was too many of us i think mm-hmm. the majority are yeah are you know a lot of them have really close connections to these kids or maybe Boston Children's help them so and their family so then they want to give back yeah that's really cool though yeah Yeah. it's really awesome and I'm so excited I get to find out who I should find out this week who my person is very neat and people put like their picture on their on their bib and yeah it's wonderful and then so do you like talk with that person as you go up to the race and all that yep and And I guess if you live locally there's a lot of interaction but I mean a lot of like meetups and events and stuff yeah so we'll probably do like email and yeah. Skype and stuff. So. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Wow. Yeah. Man, you got so much going ah. on. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing Thanks. how much you have going on. Yeah. Do a lot of good stuff. Thank you. Um, and then so we're sitting here in your classroom yeah. at Fisher. So can I use this next week too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> come here anytime. You know where to go now. Yeah, I know where to come <laughs> in. I'll be like, no, Miss Broderick sent me. I'm, I'm good. I'm, here's my badge. <laughs> um, the I think. Well, we we wanted there was one more thing we wanted to talk about, and I forget what it was. Um, you had the group. Um, you have your coaching. You have your training. You have your. Um, no, I guess that. I mean, I don't know. Anything else you yeah. want to talk about? You got big plans for the holiday runs? Any any like little holiday five Ks or anything? I'm doing the gonna, reindeer run. You're gonna do the reindeer. I love run. that. I do that every year. That's so much. I fun. did that last year. That's my sadly enough. That's my five K PR. Me too. Yeah, it is. It's so funny on the new course or the old one. On the new one last year. Me too. So. Hmm. It's really nice because it was <laughs> it was great weather last year. Yeah. Perfect temperatures for me yeah. for running. Like I like it nice and cold. Me so. too. Um, but my five k r my five k pr is not so fast. And I thought maybe this year with all the training I could do and did it, but that Bikram jacked me up. Oh. So I don't know now. Oh, you got a couple weeks. You got a couple weeks. You yeah. Be okay. <laughs> yeah, I might do it. I might do it as a last minute thing. If yeah. it's like, and especially if it's not icy and I get out there and I won't yeah. have to worry about ruining my hamstring yeah. on a patch of ice yeah. then, then I'll be out there have you done the um it's a wonderful run no I haven't because of the travel um yeah. so many and it goes so fast like it just it right closes is it already up. it's already full yeah I'm oh. pretty sure if it fills up like I'm not I don't know for it probably certain, is but yeah um so the thing with the reindeer run is you know they give the little trophies with yeah. the action figures yeah. I'm sure you've won lots of them right I got two of them. See? I got a little My Little Pony one. I love oh, my it. goodness. That's totally <laughs> the one I was going to say. Like, I was going to say, um, if I would have won one of my age group last year, I was going to grab a My Little Pony really? for my little daughter. <laughs> and um, my dear, dear friend, Dave Justice, beat me in, in our age group oh, he, for third Dave. place. I mean, for third place, right? Yeah. So. But he had like the run of his life. He beat me by like a full minute. Wow. So I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him. But I was fourth in my age group, and I'm like, I'm like, you know how hard it is for me to be fourth in a 5K <laughs> in my age group, Dave? And he's like, sorry, dude. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not accusing you. They, they should have had one for fourth place. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. My little pony. An extra so, My Little Pony. No, so he got a um, he got a um, a Tuscan Raider from oh, Star Wars. Nice. So, you know, good for him. I love that they do that. It's so cute. Yep. But they do need to have more for girls. They're all yep. guy action figures. There's a lot of them that mm-hmm. were guys. I think last year, what there were My Little Ponies, and there was... Wonder Woman? 
Yeah, Maybe? I think Wonder Woman was there because they had the superheroes. And then I think there was some stuff down at Sesame Street looking ones. Oh, yeah, Maybe. yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's um, it's weird because my daughter will play. My daughter and my son, we, you know, they're, you know, they play with each other's toys left or right. So yeah. there's Barbies and uh, G.I. Joes and there's G.I. Joes and the Barbies. And uh, they, they all mix and mingle. Oh, and, that's you know, so great. We all watch My Little <laughs> Pony. We absolutely love Rainbow Rocks. Like, that's our jam. Have you seen Rainbow <laughs> no, Rocks? No, no. You totally have to watch it. It is. It's right up your alley. All right. One hundred percent. My Little Pony, Rainbow Rocks. <laughs> All right. I'm waiting to look it up. I'm telling you. Is it on YouTube? It's on Netflix. Okay. Like you could totally Netflix right. it, and you will be. We. Yeah. I'm doing it tonight. That's um, so, when I'm running tonight. It is so awesome. I will YouTube that. It is so awesome. My Little Pony, Rainbow Rocks. Okay. It's great. Um, <laughs> that's about. That's my recommendation for you. All right. You know. Um. I don't have any other recommendations in kids' movies, but I love. I mean, they're good. It's an uplifting message, great songs, <laughs> nice story. <laughs> it is, man. That's it's great. really good. <laughs> yeah. And as far as um, kids, uh, as far as little boys, um, the uh, Avengers, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Okay. That's a good one. All right. It's, um, it's Avengers, but it's not like you know, esoteric, crazy adventures. Um, it's good. But it, I'm a little bit cartoon violence in that one yeah. still, but <laughs> accessible for kids. I'll accessible. stick with the My Little Pony. Uh-huh. No violence in there. <laughs> no violence. Good stuff. Um, okay. Well, you want you want to keep talking? You want to ch- hang out yeah. and chat? Are you? Thank you so much for even <laughs> inviting me to do this. I, I told you the other day, like, I know how cheesy it is, but, like, I just really like running. <laughs> I really like helping other people. Yeah find their own love of running or fitness in general or whatever. So I just think it's super cool that I can love something so much and then be able to do stuff with it. You know, like a lot of times people love stuff and it just, nothing happens with it. So it's kind of what I think is, is amazing. You've kind of filled out the whole circle around it. Like you've, you do all the things that branch out from running, which is really, I mean, the only thing you haven't done yet is uh, turn those 600 blog posts into a book. Oh, you yeah. Know? You know, I've, I'm not even kidding. I've been thinking about that, but I don't know how you even go about that. Like, how do you find a publisher? Like, what the hell do you do to make you a know, book? You don't have to find a publisher. I'll publish it for oh, you. Yeah. We'll publish it through the podcast. All right. There you go. We'll do that right there. <laughs> we will publish it right through the podcast, put it right on the store. Everybody will yeah, we'll print it out. Seriously. Yeah. I always wanted to make like a, um, like a, like I said, I love having my own training log, like my mm-hmm. own journal. Mm-hmm. And I would think it'd be so cool to somehow like integrate those things. Like inspirational little story with, you know, in between weeks of vlog. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. That would, that'd be really cool. Yeah. And, if, and if there was a certain person with a podcast that was working <laughs> on a project like that, it would be, it would be the most Are amazing coincidence. <laughs> it would be the most amazing coincidence oh is all I'm saying. Okay. Um, so anyways, just the only <laughs> thing you haven't done, I think, is you haven't written a book yet. Well, I, it, it definitely is a goal. I mm-hmm. would love to do that. A friend of mine, Casey Oakton, he's from my hometown. He opened up a gym maybe two years ago. And he is a personal trainer, and he wanted to pair with me to write something. We kind of started to talk about it. We both wrote, wrote intros, mm-hmm. and then he got busy opening his business, and we just kind of put you, on pause. You so. got busy with one of your businesses. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> None of them are really businesses. My husband kind of gets mad at me because I don't really make any money. Like, I I just don't. Like, my running coaching, almost, I would bet 90% of what I make goes to my 
Miles from Miracles. Like, yeah. I don't even, he gets so mad. Like, sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I just do it because I like it. I don't even make anything. It's so sad. No, that's, but that's, that's what keeps it pure is that you're doing it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As long as, as long as, you know, you got a sugar daddy at home to, <laughs> you, you got your own job. You tell him, you, you know, go. you got your own job. Yeah. You're running and just tell him that, that keeps up you from killing him there you go exactly (laughs) i'm rolling out dog treats after dog treats you know and he's like if you only had something that you did that like made us money with this much passion you know we'd be millionaires i'm like just give it to the dogs it's fine (laughs) they need it more than we do (laughs) yep just a short conversation with Brittany Broderick. That's all. No no longer than the part that you heard. We certainly didn't have a half hour of conversation before that. You got all the uh, relevant details anyway. So, you know, no big deal. Um, and I was really serious about that My Little Pony. Let me tell you. Um, I'm not like a hardcore fan or anything, but, you know, it's um, pretty solid cartooning right there. So... You know, if you're lacking for something on the TV, give it a try. So, how about that? A 1,066-day run streak. That's something, let me tell you. And uh, actually, this podcast is coming out about two weeks after our conversation. So, Brittany's probably up around 1,080 days. Um, so, what'd you do recently? You been running? I... Uh, uh-huh. Yep. Well, hopefully you've been running while you're listening to this, or you just got in from a run, or you're about to go out for a run. Um, either way, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for sharing with your friends. Hey, by the way, this is the, uh, the season of giving. So, you know, we have a special going on right now. Uh, download one podcast and get the rest free. So, you know, maybe you could give the gift of a podcast to your friends. That would be pretty swell. You could also give them the gift of dragging them out for a run to create some more running stories to come share on the podcast. Wouldn't that also be swell? So, with that, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.